This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today is Katie Campen. She is um, one of the new focus ministers at The Ohio State University this year. Welcome, Katie. Thanks for having me, Father. Great to have you. Let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, um, we come to you this day um, with all of the things on our hearts, and we present them to you um, confident, um, not only in your fatherly love for us, um, but that you, your presence with us, uh, um, with whatever we face this day. Um, we ask that you continue to bless us and bless all of our listeners through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, um, Katie, I don't know if you listen to conversations on discipleship. Um, I won't have you answer that either. <laughs> but um, we always, whenever we have a guest on, we always kind of begin with their story of how they came to know the Lord. So the value of that is, of course, because... Each of us needs to be able to tell that our own story to others, so it kind of gives us a witness of that. So maybe you could tell us about yourself and how you came to know the Lord. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana, born and raised, um, so a very culturally Catholic area, um, and I was born and raised Catholic, um, but I, like from a very young age, I think, was drawn to faith, so... I remember like being in first grade the year before I was making my first communion and um, my first grade teacher, you know, made our class raise our hands. Like how many people go to Sunday mass, like with your parents and like some people raise their hands. I was not one of those children. And then mm-hmm. she'd say like there, like there was, you know, a glaring like difference between like, it, it was a pretty big number, but um, she said, you know, like how do you expect to make your first communion the following year? if you're not even going to Sunday mass right now. And I'm, I mean, I'm six or seven years old at this point, but I was like terrified and ran home to my mom. And I was like, we got to start going to mass. Cause if I want to make my first communion, I got to be ready. Um, and I think it was truthfully there. Like, I feel like that was my first moment of like conviction of like, Oh, I, uh, you know, I need to make this a priority. So growing up, uh, it was mostly like me and my mom uh, who went to mass together and I was in Catholic schools, like all through high school, uh, middle school and high school, and um, was blessed with like a really beautiful group of friends and some amazing teachers in my high school. And uh, I had the opportunity to take religion class, which I always loved. Um, and I was kind of, that was where my primary formation took place, but it was really, my faith was built into my school curriculum. So like my prayer life was in my school curriculum. like. We prayed every morning before school, every class we prayed, every before meal, after meal, at the end of the day. Like that was really kind of how I knew my faith to be. Um, It wasn't really until college when, you know, I'm at a public school, I'm at LSU, and I realized that nobody has this scheduled out for me. Um, It's my my time to take ownership of my faith Um, in kind of a harsh way. Like I remember it was like September, uh, of my freshman year at LSU and it something's just missing, you know, something's off. And, uh, I played volleyball. So I had some teammates who, uh, were getting involved in a non-denom, um, group called fellowship of Christian athletes, uh, FCA. And 
uh, this is the first time in my life. Uh, so again, like born and raised Catholic, but this is the first time in my life that uh, I learned that Jesus could be a part of my volleyball life. <laughs> like I had no idea that Jesus wanted to be a part of that too. Um, and so it was kind of there that started to, to break away or chip away at that identity rooted in my sport rather um, to then be rooted as a daughter of God. Um, and yeah, so it was through FCA that I really came to know like a prayer life. Um, I was encouraged by a lot of like Protestant and non-denom brothers and sisters who were just really rooted in scripture, uh, had pretty deep prayer lives, like just really had this beautiful relationship with Jesus that I didn't really know, um, yet. And I was still faithful to the church. Uh, I wasn't making mass the priority that I would have liked to, or that I am now. Um, but I never felt called away from the church. Uh, I just, I was learning a lot from this new community though. So it was there. I, I developed a prayer life uh, a little bit and it really wasn't until, um, I remember this one time I was at a, a college athlete retreat where all the, all the colleges in Louisiana, we get together, uh, for a retreat. And again, it's non-denom, so no sacraments, but just a lot of, uh, athletes sharing in their faith and sharing like their struggle in their sport and things like that. Um, it was there, my, uh, so that year, this is like my sophomore year of college. My parents had just gotten divorced mm. and it was just a really weird time for me because, you know, I'm older. My sister was a senior in high school and I was, it was just a weird space for me. Like home was a really weird concept. Um, and I felt like I had a really broken relationship, um, with my family really. And then I remember being at this retreat and I don't usually get, you know, these like words and in, in like kind of branded in my mind. But I remember being at this retreat one night and just like, sobbing just really didn't know how to feel and was just trying to like place all my trust in my heavenly father um and he just like put these two words on my mind come home and I just felt rocked because I I home was like the weirdest place for me at the time um and here the Lord was like calling me home and I knew that home was not uh anywhere but like his arms like it was really like me coming to recognize like that I'm a beloved daughter and claiming the heavenly father as like a good good father um that was like where I came to know God the father um and it's funny because that same year I was I was going on a retreat uh with the Catholic Center at at LSU Christ the King and I had no idea anything about like the theme or anything of the retreat and it was there I got there and the theme of the retreat was come home. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> like I thought this was, I thought this kind of happened to everybody on the retreat. I was like, did everybody get that same message from God? Um, and it was there that I recognized, uh, I, again, I wasn't really thinking about leaving the church, but it was there that I recognized like the church is my home. Um, my spiritual director told me that I have like a fidelity to the church just because I had lots of opportunities to learn from, uh, again, my Protestant and non-denominational brothers and sisters, but I never really wanted, I, I longed for the Eucharist. I longed for the sacraments. Like I, I loved the church and, um, praise God, there was that community in those, those retreats really in place that, um, the retreat at Christ the King was called Tiger Awakening. And, uh, it was there that I recognized just like the 
armory that the Catholic Church is like it was there that I learned Lexio Divina. I learned what Divine Mercy Chaplet was, and I I learned about Polanka and the mystical body of Christ and all these things. And I was like, wow, we really are equipped as Catholics, like to go into spiritual battle and um just to claim it was the first time I really felt like, wow, I really understand like the weapons we have and like our ability to, um, yeah, claim Jesus as our Lord and to live that out daily in the Catholic faith. So that's where things kind of flipped for me. But I would say that's <laughs> like my, my testimony continues as I've stepped into being a focused missionary and a varsity Catholic missionary. Um, but that's kind of where I, I took ownership of my mm. faith, I would say. Beautiful. How did you um, come to discern to be a focus missionary? Yep, that's a funny story. <laughs> so, focus was on LSU's campus when I was there, um, and it wasn't until my senior year that I was in a focus Bible study, uh, a varsity Catholic Bible study. So it was female athletes at LSU with our our leader uh, Maddie West, and she was the team director at the, to- at the time. She's a rock star, um, but she it was there that like I first encountered focus um, and varsity Catholic specifically. Cause again, I was involved with the fellowship of Christian athletes and this was like, Whoa, we have Catholic athletes now, you know? So I was fired up and um, just found a really beautiful group of women in that. Um, and it was there, Maddie, I, I was also applying to physical therapy school at the time, mm-hmm. my senior year of college. And it was there. Um, I got into PT school and I was kind of like, all right, plan set. That, that's what we're doing. Like I was going to graduate in May and start PT school in May. And Maddie had told me, um, she said, you should think about being a missionary, but I know you're going to PT school. And I said, Maddie, like focus is for, or in my mind, I was thinking like focus is for people who don't know what they want to do with their lives. You know, like, <laughs> why would I be a missionary? I'm going to PT school. And uh, also on that team was Patrick Tolls, who's now my team director here at Ohio State. Um, and we've made, like, Patrick and I have maintained our friendship over the past couple of years. And uh, he, long story short, invited me on a mission trip last year um, with the Ohio State gang. Um, and I went and my heart was kind of captured. And I, I realized I had a heart for mission was kind of distraught that I wasn't a missionary, but I knew like if I was a physical therapist, it's like the holier and harder thing to do. So I was going to just muscle through it. Um, and then Patrick kind of pestered me about being, becoming a missionary and it didn't make a lot of sense to me, uh, why I would do that because I already had this career path Mm -hmm. in line. Um, but then the Lord just showed me that he knows my heart and he gave me the opportunity really late in the game. Uh, this past April really was, when I realized, wow, like I'm finishing grad school, all I really have to do is graduate, take my board exam, and then I'm free. You know, like I can make this decision in total freedom. Um, so Patrick made a bold ask again, just said if I wanted to apply, and I kind of took him up on the opportunity and discerned for a month <laughs> whether I wanted to be a missionary or not. And uh, yeah, the Lord just made it abundantly clear that. Like I'm totally free to choose and he allowed me to come here now. So excellent. Excellent. You've been listening to conversations on discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today has been Katie Campen. She's one of our focus missionaries at Ohio State University. Until next time, peace and all good. A Diocese of Columbus production in partnership with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio.